0: Welcome back to Star Trek Minute, the semi-daily podcast where we analyze, discuss, and probe Star Trek Four, The Voyage Home, one minute at a time. I'm Chris LaSalle. And I'm David Soak. I almost forgot what movie number it was.
1: Yeah. <laughs> four,
0: four. Uh, so yeah, it's Friday, um, and we're here talking about Minute 60 of The Voyage Home. Uh, minute 60 starts with Professor Scott doing yes. a, a 180. Um And Mm. ends a minute later with uh, his assistant McCoy uh, referencing once again the miracle worker.
1: Is this the is this the first time we've ever heard of him referred to as the miracle worker? It is not, and that was why you're hearing tone in my voice. Mm. Uh, Well, he. uh, When was when was the first time we heard miracle worker?
0: It was was the search for Spock, I think, right? Wasn't Scotty? Uh, uh, Kirk, said, so, you know, do you always multiply your estimates by a factor four? And he said, how else would I maintain my reputation as a miracle worker? Mm. And I think we talked about it then. We're like, "Oh, as probably, miracle... <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I think we had the same question. Like, do they call a miracle worker in the show? And yeah. we just
1: let it go. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think so. Mm. But I don't know. I... This, you don't like it? You don't like uh, yeah. him being referenced as a miracle worker? Well, I don't like it here. I think it's just uh, it's too heavy-handed. It's, it's I don't know.
0: Um, you could call him something else. Like, oh, yes, yeah, we call him, you know, he's uh, he's the best. We call him, uh, you know, our chief engineer. You know, I don't know. Just right, just referencing something from the other movie. Uh, we get it. Um, it's not like this was like, a, you know, this is, there's been 20 years between. Uh, Star Trek 3 and four right where we got a you know
1: need a nostalgic callback yeah. it's only a couple of years ago anyway sorry <laughs> no that's fine I just didn't didn't realize it was a touchy uh <laughs> a touchy point there i don't like do, only so like you it. didn't so oh. you didn't like it when he came back on next generation and taught LaForge how to be a miracle worker does he actually say that in there he, he makes some comment about like it's not. You know, Geordi's just kind of like, I do my job and, you know, I give him the exact estimates and Scotty's kind of like, Pfft. <laughs> like, you don't do that. Like, you gotta, gotta bump it up and so you can be the miracle worker. And I guess, like, then Scotty feels all, he feels all like a relic, like the relic he is. And then he goes and has a drink on the, the you know, like a holodeck version of the old Enterprise. And, and then I guess LaForge, like. Comforts him and then they meet in the middle or something like that. I don't know. But I, I just remember him like getting all, you know, you can't just give him, you know, how long it's going to take. You got to, you got to,
0: you got to bump it thing. up.
1: You got to pat it. Did he, Where did, did, Scotty just end up going back into the transporter loop at the end of that episode? I don't remember what happens at the end, to be perfectly honest. I don't, I honestly don't remember. Yeah, I don't either
0: anyway as we do diverge yep uh but anyway so yeah i I guess jumping to the very last two words in this minute it bugs me (laughs) (laughs) so why don't we wind it back uh so i thought you know i said so we uh scotty and mccoy are uh pretending to be uh professor scott and i don't think i don't know if we know mccoy if he has a cover name right we haven't heard right uh Although I would love to know what it is, probably something corny, some Romulan assistant. ale joke. Assistant, that's that is funny that Scott Scott throws it in there. May may my assistant join us? Of course. And he's got that little smirk on his face as he's doing it because he knows he's needling <laughs> McCoy. So I do like that M- moment. McCoy should have punched him in the face. I've been wanting to do this for years. You suck.
1: <laughs> um and then I, I love McCoy's reaction where he's like don't bury yourself in the part and uh McCoy I mean uh, Scotty still you know he's he's got that he's got that smile on the face and you know he's he's uh, hamming he, it up oh he he's in love with his
0: performance there yuck right? yuck, yuck. He, he's I think he loves that that he got in a jab At McCoy and I think he loves play, I think he loves playing the part I think yeah. he loves Hamming it up. Um, but uh, I am glad that we're now back to scowly McCoy and not smiley McCoy. Right, yeah. Yeah. That's what I yeah. fake McCoy. Yeah. You're such a phony. <laughs> <laughs> that this that that quote don't bury yourself in the part, that should have been our episode
1: title for a Wednesday's show. Yeah. <laughs> well I know what this episode's gonna be called. <laughs>
0: Come on, don't <laughs> uh Okay, so uh Dr. Nichols um has offered to give them a tour and yep. and I guess in order to do that he has to they have to they only they can only travel by
1: forklift? Well, here's the thing is that when they when McCoy and Nichols come in, they're on like a flap like just a pallet. Yeah now they got some sort of like container device like to, it's got like railings and stuff and it's going to motor them around. What is the deal? <laughs> I don't understand. It's not like
0: this is a, they're in a clean room, you know, like it just seems like an unusual, right. The, the warehouse doesn't look or plant doesn't look that big. Like, you know, it's okay. We can't walk this thing. We got to get on a segway and, and ride. Um, it just seems unusual to me. Um, right. And, uh, I find it interesting
1: that they have no problem getting on these, uh, they don't, antiquated devices, right? And and it's funny that they don't even, like, give it a second look. They just sort of, like, jump right on. Like, what is this? What is this contraption? I'm just a simple caveman. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, if somebody had, you know, if uh, somebody pulled up in a
0: stagecoach and said, you know, we're going to take a ride, you know, downtown, hop in. You'd see me kind of fumbling around for trying how to step up and get in. Right, and yeah. Like, what is checking us out? Like wow, look at this piece of history and you know, let me get a good look at it without being too you know conspicuous. And um, so does that imply then? We, you know, in in the 23rd century that the we still have forklifts? They, I guess they, they must, must. They must just float. Maybe that's the only difference. Yeah. Hmm, interesting. Hmm, yeah, it is interesting. The future, the future. Uh, so Gregory um, has. Has pulled up in the forklift yep. uh, Uber, <laughs> um, and then they, uh, McCoy tells him not to bury himself, and then they cut away. Yep. Um, I think we talked about this a little bit. We were wondering where Sulu went. Um, yes, I did not realize, and it was only after kind of watching this minute. He's 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 at Plexicore.
1: Yes, he's also at Plexicore. They have a helicopter. They do. Why? Do they have a helicopter? Is that it, is an interesting question, Chris. I'm guessing to lift some of that heavy plastic. All right. So I know, uh, obviously, this all we
0: we we know how the movie ends. We know how the we know what's going to yes. happen with a helicopter. We know.
1: Right. It just seems
0: it, that seems odd to me. It's like, okay, I'm a. How often do we see stuff today, and even in the 80s? You know, how often do we see stuff being transported via helicopter? Put it on the back of a truck. You know? Yeah. I've seen some crazy stuff on the back of trucks. You ever seen like a windmill turbine, like blade?
1: <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Those, they're,
0: yeah. yeah, they're amazing. They've got like their own second set of wheels just hanging out in the back. and um, But you don't see people dry, flying stuff around by helicopter. Maybe the military?
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, it, it does seem kind of uh, an odd choice. Right. Then again, if only the transporter worked.
0: Is is it because
1: it's is because it's transparent? It can't lock on.
0: (laughs) Uh, Great question. We'll save it. We'll have to save it when we get there. (laughs) I guess the I guess uh, when I asked about Sulu in the last episode, yes, you know, I I asked it knowing what he's doing. He's going to procure a helicopter or some kind of transport.
1: Um, Do you think that's what he was doing? Like, do you think he was just sort of like Scotty and McCoy said, we're going to go in, you just sort of wander around? Like, did he know that they had a helicopter? Oh. You does he just sort of – Yeah, wow. yeah, exactly. Does uh, this just – he sort of stumbles upon it and is like, this is perfect. Oh, okay. Like, like how, how would they have known? Like – I'm sure in the yellow pages, it doesn't say PlexiCorp. We make all kinds of plastic. And oh, by the way, we have a helicopter. <laughs> now with helicopters. <laughs> you know, I right. mean. Um, well, yeah, that I mean, I think from
0: a storytelling point of view, it's certainly is massively convenient. Right. That they have a helicopter because I was wondering, uh, I've said this like four times now, I was wondering when Sulu's looking for a helicopter, where the heck do you go to find a helicopter, right? Um and boom here it is right here just you walk out into the yard and you happen upon one okay well i, li- I like your theory that this was not
1: planned this was just hey you've got that's a what helicopter. i think it is that's what i think it was i think it was just i think it was just sort of happenstance that he i mean obviously yes for the story this is necessary this is a necessary item but mm-hmm. i just i feel it is like Like what we stumbled onto, like this is perfect. Almost like, you know, Kirk, like everyone has like a success, like Kirk and, you know, Spock, you know, this is great. We got two whales, one's a male, one's a female, you know, Uh, you know, Chekhov and Uhura have the, the ship and it's named Enterprise. We'll beam in, we'll beam out, you know, and here we go. We got plastics and a helicopter. Like it's all just coming together and working. So convenient. Yes. All right. So the
0: Huey, also known as the Bell UH-1 Iroquois, mm. Iroquois, depending on where you're from. Yep. Um, yeah, good looking just, ship. A good looking ship, yeah, that too, a ship. Um, I don't know if I would say that to somebody if I was checking out their checking no. out their helicopter, but like, hey, that's a nice copter you got there. I don't think I, I would call it a ship.
1: Um. Mm. Would you? is that just hmm. me I guess that is I, I you know what I hadn't really thought about it that's a well at least he didn't call it a vessel uh, please like hey that's a good looking vessel what ship um a ship yeah that's a, i guess i guess it is an interesting choice of words well here's here's i should preface this with i have no no yeah, no to no, why of... no but i'm like yeah. Do you call a helicopter or a plane for that matter a ship? I'm That's just a nice thinking of,
0: right. If you're if you're two 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 buddies, you both got little Cessnas or something and yeah. you know or your your buddy just gets a new Cessna and you're at both at the airport, and, you know, gonna take a joy ride or whatever. Hey, it's a nice new ship you got there. Yeah. I don't think that doesn't sound right. Doesn't it doesn't sound right. Right. Uh, but again, I I'm I do not know the lingo. I don't know the jargon. Mm. Could be. Yeah. Um, but also, it's also, it really, it could just be Sulu, yeah. you know, giving himself away, right? He's, that's what he's used to everything. A, a little ship. bit, yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. But he, he covers it. He's like, he's a Huey 204, isn't it? And the guy's like, yeah, right on. And, uh, you know, do you fly? And perfect, I mean, perfect segue into, you know, Sulu, you know, being the navigator and the, Oh yeah. Uh, you know, oh, here and there. You know, I flew something similar back in my Academy days, which I, I totally have to wonder – what that ship looks like if it looks like a somewhat like a Huey because everything yeah. I've ever seen of every ship it's buttons and switches and knobs there's no like joystick and handle and you know <laughs> yeah buttons and sticks and knobs
0: <laughs> um, yeah and I mean I'm assuming Starfleet didn't have uh, a rotary you know blades and things like that right. on their ships
1: and um, so it must've just been a, it must be like a beaten up yeah. shuttle pod, a craft. I think what I think of is, um, in Voyager, Tom Paris like creates like the little, he creates like the little shuttle. It's like a one man shuttle in one of the episodes. Okay. Um, and that's what I think of like he, you know, maybe it's something similar to that. Okay. I don't think I've seen that
0: one. Yeah. Now I'm going to have to go look that up. Yeah, gonna have to go look that up. Yeah, I will say that I like <clears throat> so you know, we just had we just you know, we just saw Scotty and McCoy, you know, you know, playing the part of trying to be you know, people from 1986. Yeah, uh, and Scott, you know, Scotty messes up and says, I've come millions of miles, right? <laughs> so he goofs. Um, yeah. Uh, I really like Sulu's answers to all of this stuff. I, I he I find he fits in much better, right? Even though he's you know got the the paws and the the eye well, the looks that we
1: know we know what he's talking about, but he's right. It, well, right? he yeah. has the most relatable skill to what this guy is doing. Like, I think that you know. I think the other stumbles, exact change, like, yeah, if you come from the future and you don't have money, like, I totally buy it. And, Mm -hmm. you know, the slip up with the millions of miles. um, I get it. I just feel like he's – Sulu's more in his element. Yeah. And I feel like that's why he doesn't necessarily stumble. Right. Well, now
0: you make me – okay. Yeah, I totally buy that. Well done. Uh, when he said he flew something similar back in his, in his academy in academy days, do you think he might have actually flown one of these? Like, do you think that he's not not something similar, but like, mm. yeah, we went to a museum and maybe I got to, to sit in one of these. You know, one of these, like me sitting in the Spirit of St. Louis. You know, and
1: oh yeah, uh, totally. Right? I totally, to, I I totally buy it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So the pilot
0: this says, you know, oh, yeah, this, this must, is, be, must th- be old this stuff. This is how to they do. used to do it. Yeah, this yeah, is how yeah. they used to do it. <laughs> Right, right, Yeah, um, but yeah, oh, Sulu, yes. Sulu's answer interesting. to yeah, his answer there to oh, this must oh, this must be old stuff to you. I was actually cringing a little bit waiting for Sulu's response that he was going to say something yeah. you know snarky or something something just you know like you know ha 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 ha. But right, I liked yeah. his response. Old, yes, but interesting. Yep. You know, mind if I might have asked you... a few. I, I love
1: the conversation. I think it's yes. just very. It's 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 natural and it's not. um yeah, uh, coming from Hamfest '96, you know, or '86, to yeah. this, yeah. it's it's a definite relief because those two guys hamming it up, and then coming to him where he's having like a much more organic, natural conversation is much more in line with human beings. Right, and I suppose it's true at this point he's not trying to uh, he's not trying to fake anything, right? He's actually right. just yes. hey,
0: this is cool, helicopter. Tell me about it. Right, right, right. 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 Um, good old Sulu. Does he ever make a mistake? Um, I don't know, maybe. Would but it not, nice.
1: not, not right here though? Not right here. Uh,
0: so we still got some random uh uh just you know, we have to note that a uh, bunch of random plastic core products yeah. being uh, tooled around. And there yeah. is there is the guy in the background, he's he's pushing a forklift like his, I've never seen a forklift like that. Uh, right about uh, second 28. Uh, oh, yeah. I've seen those before. Yes. Oh, yeah? Okay. Yes. So, so I'm just not worldly like you. Uh, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is that what Gregory was going to be pushing uh, Scotty and McCoy around mm-hmm. on? Was it one of those? Yeah, I'm going it... to go
1: with a no on that one. You think it was a driving one? Oh, it was totally driving one. Okay. All right. Um, but, uh, yeah, okay.
0: So I just wanted to call that out that, you know, again, I did not, I didn't notice any of this stuff until getting ready for this minute. I'm like, oh, wait, wait yep, a minute, look yep. at all, they are plexicor, Look at all this stuff. Um, they, good, good job, uh, set dressers.
1: <laughs> they made an effort. Um, okay, uh, back inside. Yes. Yeah. So they had back inside. They go into Doctor Nichols' office interior. Doctor Nichols' office. You get the script in front of you, do you? Uh, well, actually, before that, we see the yeah, we see the gentleman uh, once again wiping down the plastic. Yeah. And if anyone has any idea what they're doing, please post it on the on the Federation uh, Facebook page because I really don't want to know what these guys are doing. Like, are they are they buffing it? Like, is Looking he spraying polished. like hot water? Like, is do they have sandpaper and like getting like all of the, the imperfections out? Like, this is it's super fascinating to me. Yeah. Yeah, I think they're sand- I think they're polishing, and it's like mm. it's, someone's got some some
0: some high fine-grained uh, fine grit sandpaper there.
1: Yeah,
0: I don't know. I will tell you what, man, that one guy with the mustache—he's got his ID badge on his sleeve. Yep. Uh, I I have an ID badge that I, I have to wear for my job. Yep. And I, I wear it on my belt, and it bugs the crap out of me when I'm walking and it bangs into my wrist as I'm walking. Like that drives me nuts, and that's like you know maybe once a day that happens to me. Mm. This guy's got it hanging off his arm, and it's like, and he's <laughs> he's wax on, wax off all over the <laughs> it's it's all over the place. I would like that would drive me nuts. Um. Anyway, that's some personal quirks of Chris. You're welcome. There you go. Yeah. yeah.
1: You all want to hear that? I don't have to wear a badge anymore. So uh-huh. at least not not currently.
0: Okay, uh, Doctor Nichols' office.
1: Yes. I'm uh, very
0: excited. This is uh, been looking forward to this minute since we started. Uh, sorry, looking forward to the next minute.
1: Yes. So <laughs> well, this minute, started. they just sort of they finish up, and you know, Mr. Scott says, you know, this is a great place. Uh, Mr. Nichols compliments him and say, your knowledge of engineering is most impressive. Which we all know that Scotty is a chief engineer, so yeah, that makes total sense. Totally. And then your favorite line of the whole movie. Back home, we call him the Miracle Worker. Yuck, 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 yuck.
0: <laughs> you know, this whole, you know, your knowledge of engineering is most impressive. Mm. It is. Does. So is Scotty just an expert in, like, all forms of engineering? Um, like, is, would he be an expert, you know, plumber?
1: Well, this is probably, to him, like, this sort of stuff is probably, like, Tinker Toys. Ah. Compared to, like, working on, like, you know, warp engines. Right. You know, he probably looks at like a combustible engine and be like, "What? What is this? We'll back in the Stone Age here." Yeah, exactly. Like McCoy is going to be
0: later. Yeah, good point. Yeah, that's true. This is all yeah. This is all prehistoric stuff for him. Yeah, yeah. T- Tinker toys. There you go. Right. Um. So yeah, I guess that's the night that gets. I think the minute ends right on Miracle Worker.
1: Yep, it does. Boom.
0: Boom. Boom. Okay. Um. You get anything else? I don't. All right. Well, let's. Uh. uh oh, it's Friday. It is. It's you Patreon are absolutely Day. right. It is Patreon Day. Patreon Friday. Patreon Friday. Um. So this. Uh. It's Friday. We. Um. Uh. As we do every Friday now. We. Uh, we. Uh, it's time to thank our patrons. Um. If, uh, these, uh, if you want to be a patron of the show, uh, if you head over to StarTrekMinute.com and click the Become a Patron link, it'll take you to our Patreon page. And if you sign up to sponsor the show, we've got all sorts of uh, fun um, uh, uh, treats that we give back to you, uh, depending on the level you support the show at. <clears throat> and uh, that includes our, our weekly bonus episode, Saturday Morning Trek. Yep. Um, and... <laughs> uh,
1: Although, although last couple of weeks has not been on Saturday, which we, you know, we apologize for. But um, there's, been, there's been some scheduling delays. Yes, <laughs> so,
0: sorry everybody, uh, but we oh, have a weekly good. episode that we happen to call Saturday morning morning trek, <laughs> um, and uh, and, uh, and all sorts of other stuff. But uh, one of the one of the uh, I, I keep calling givebacks. So that's not really the right. I don't know what it would. Do. One of the things we do is we thank all our patrons on the air on our Friday episodes, and so that's what we're going to do today. Um, yep. So is it are, who's doing it this week?
1: Um, you can do it this week. I'll all let right.
0: you. You'll let me. I appreciate that. Um, okay, I'm going to do this in reverse uh, order. Okay. Uh, by what I won't say. Um, <laughs> so the first one, we're going to, the first one, we're going to, the first patron to thank is Heidi Bennett at Vibrant Visionaries. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, Heidi. Followed by Timmy Bricks. Timmy Bricks, we love Timmy Bricks. Timmy Bricks in his Lego avatar. <laughs> uh, I think it's like Lego uh, Indiana Jones.
1: In, I was going to say it's Indiana Jones. Yeah,
0: yeah. All right. So thank you, Timmy. Uh, thanks to the Carliles. Uh, thanks to Sagacious Crumb. Yes, thank you. I, I can I
1: can say that anytime now. I don't have to. I know you anything. are you are spot on with that I, now. I got it. Just to think, a few weeks ago, you. He couldn't even say it. I had to phonetically sound it out. It was, <laughs> um, another thank you to
0: Corks Q-Tips. Uh, <laughs> is that has that changed? Was that
1: nope? No, was that
0: was uh, worse. Uh, sweaty uh, sock drawer, I think. Oh, yeah. yeah, So he keeps changing his name. Yeah. Um, and I still laugh every time. I'm just picturing this gigantic baseball bat-sized Q-tip. <laughs>
1: Q-tip. that's
0: gross. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, okay that, uh so thanks quarks q-tips uh thank you to con Nooney, and shane uh i still dig that name that's a cool one yep uh thanks to kevin yep uh, thanks, thanks kevin to, yep thanks to giraffe bear our friends over at draft bear yes they do excellent work they do you should check them out yes uh and not you dave i know you know everybody else should uh thanks to david in solidarity yes uh, thanks to Conrad. Thanks to Captain America, Steve Rogers, and thank you to Andrew. Yes, welcome Andrew. Thank well, you. Yeah, well, Andrew is think, our newest patron, so thank you, yes. Andrew. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the list. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so thank you, one and all. Uh, we really appreciate it. Uh, yeah, yep. You know, all the all the all the support you give uh, goes back to the show. Helps keep the lights on here, at Star Trek Minute. Yes. So yes. thank you, thank you. Um, And, uh, yeah, to the rest of you, enjoy your weekends. We'll be back again on Monday talking about Minute 61 of the Voyage Home. We've passed the one-hour mark. Yes. Um, Minute 61 uh, here at Star Trek Minute. Bye now.
1: Goodbye.